Hello world, welcome to the Hinted Neuron Podcast. I'm so excited about this episode. This is my final episode for the years, my EMA episode, and I've been looking forward to this one. And um, a bunch of people asked me questions when I you know, put up a form. I said people should ask me questions or tell me things that they want me to comment on. So I got questions and I did my best to answer them in the best way I can. I hosted the show with Tobori. Tobori is an amazing person. She's a friend and I am glad that we got to host the episode together. It's something I I find really great. So I not much for me right now. I just wanted to appreciate everyone who has been listening, who has been supporting. I saw some people Spotify wrapped and I saw that Hinted Neuron was among your top five episodes, your top five podcasts for the year. And that was that was really special to me that people care enough to listen to what I have to say. It's something that you know, gladdens my heart because, I mean, people care. People actually care to listen to what I have to say on this podcast. And it's something that gives me joy. I, I wanted to share a quote by Bell Hooks before I start the episode. Uh, Bell Hooks died recently. And she's someone I deeply admire, deeply praise. She, she writes a lot about feminism, love, and patriarchy. And, you know, I, I just loved her. She's just, she has her own ways, and I felt like she was the truth. Yeah, so rest in peace. So, there's something she said which I wanted to share. Knowing how to be solitary is central to the art of loving when we can be alone. We can be with others without using them as a means of escape. It's by Bell Hooks. I appreciate rest in peace. And um, now here's my AMA episode that I hosted with Tuberi. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hinted Neuron Podcast. Although this is not your regular Hinted Neuron Podcast, this is an AMA episode. And I'm here with my friend Tuberi. We'll be doing it together. I ask that people should send me questions or things that they want me to comment on. And I got a bunch of questions and that's what we are going to be talking about on the show today. We would talk about those things, comment on it, and hopefully I do that to your satisfaction. So, Tobere, how are you doing today? Hi, Kelvin. Thank you for having me back. This is like the second time. Or, oh, yeah, you've actually... Have I been on your podcast before? You've yes, been on mine. Yes, yes, that was last year. Oh, by, oh it's like it's like last by this time last year, yeah, December. <laughs> it was also the end of a year to like this twenty twenty. Wow, wow! Yeah. And to think that we'll so, be talking and we're talking through the Christ like Christmas. It's it's really <laughs> on like we're, we're just hopeless, you know. <laughs> We've been friends for one year now, or more than I guess, like one year now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny. Very, very funny interesting. Now. Did you know how I look like, though? I've, yeah, I've, I've seen your... Um, yeah, I know you have a lot of beards. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen your face. <laughs> yeah, you look very cute, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually so. don't know how you look like, to be honest. I, I ah, yeah. You've never even asked, though. Wow. Although, yeah, I, could. although I have, like... I have, like, a mental model of how you would look like. I, you know, when you, when you talk to somebody and... Just by the way they talk or how their voice is, you start to build like a fish for them inside your head. Okay, so let I have, me hear it. Let me hear it. And li- I won't like listen to you yeah. feel miserably. So tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how your face is like to me. I feel like um, you are maybe like not very dark skin, but a little dark skinned. 
just like okay, like like probably light skin, no, but not very light, and um, you kind of like uh, have oval face. That's my guess. Oval face, you know that egg-like face, and um, <laughs> probably mm-hmm. uh, you probably have a lot of hair too, and. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so you don't have a pointed nose, maybe like a flat one. That's this is top of my head. I'm just like based I'm off dead. of this. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let me stop, Jay. <laughs> Before I, I am not right. going to confirm or deny anything, but you try. Like I think you sort of got my skin color. I don't have an overall face. Um, I think it's but you know what? I'm going to send you probably like a video of my face or something, you know, maybe after this. Um, episode, yeah. But Kelvin, I've I've been amazing. I hope you've been okay yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm doing great. I it's been a wild year, you know. I've not really had some of the best times in some parts of the year, but like right now, in the last two months, I feel so great. I I feel amazing, man. I'm I, yeah. I'm doing really fine. I'm happy about that for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell me something. Me. What made you choose me for this? Like, I'm, I feel you know very special. But I want to hear you say what happened. Yeah, Why so, me? <laughs> the last. When I was doing it last year, I, I, I was doing it with my friend, Ajuma. She's my friend since um, I was in junior secondary school. So I just do it with people like people who know me. I like, so, and it's not as if they probably know me, know me, but I just feel like people I connect to it. So, and then I just like want to have a good time too since it's the last episode of the year. And I feel like I can have a good time while talking to Tobore. So, why not? She's the perfect person. Or this I am year very, old. very honored, Kelvin. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's yeah, very sure. lovely. Definitely. Yeah. A bunch of questions here, like very interesting ones. Like I'm so excited like to unpack them. Like I'm you have like amazing listeners, to be honest. Like this question, like they were really thought out. Like it's actually yeah, very lovely. I, so I wish they would be as amazing to sponsor my show too. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I like, like didn't know you like the, some of the questions were like very sort of in a way like do it sort of looking for something out of you and I could I could see they really listen you know you know so just people that just you know stop by once in a while I think they're like really invested in your podcast so you have, you have amazing fans that's that's yeah so yeah so should we like talk about the first one or yeah sure we could probably start I was going from the top and to reach the bottom. Might not be able to finish, right, but I don't cool. know. We should definitely, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be here because I, I want to really talk about all of these things. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So you asked people to send you a bunch of questions and they did. And I'm just like really excited. So the first one, um, I wish I knew the person that sent this one, but it's really lovely. So the person goes, um, you hammer on societal problems a lot. Uh, but you never speak about how we can solve them. Where do you think we can start from? So that's a question to you, Kevin, from your first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Question of where I think I can start solving societal problems. Yeah. I have my societal problem a lot, which is like not um, secret. I mean, everybody who listens to this show knows that I talk about all this stuff happening in society and all those things. So, uh, 
they're accusing you of not like suggesting how they can actually solve those things. So yeah. apparently you talk yeah. about them, but you don't offer solutions. So they're saying, how can you now, you know, talk about solving them? Yeah. It, the thing about solving problems is that, you know, I talk about certain things, but even though I don't provide solutions, I at least probably try to chip in where we can start from. Because I don't believe that I can have the solution to society's problem. But at least to my own understanding, I'm just like in my 20s, yeah? So I could be very wrong about a lot of things. So if you are looking for somebody who would give you the solution to society's problems, Probably not me, but I can give an hint to, okay, this is where we could start from. So I just feel yeah. like one of the ways we could start addressing society's problem is something that my, I've learned from bell hooks. Because if you look at society, some of the best things that we face in society is rooted on like it and um, contempt towards each other. Like we are not able to rise above our animalistic tendencies. So, so if we start to cultivate love in our hearts, could really go a long way, like love and kindness. This is something, this, this is Bell Hook's idea, not my own idea, but it's something that I dig very well. Because if you look at certain things about that, 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 that hammer on, on like about sight, like equality, like, um, um, rape, like, um, justice against people of different identities or backgrounds, you will see that if you actually have love in your heart for yourself and for people, there's definitely no way that you would constitute so much of like this harm towards others. So I just believe that first place we could start from is teaching each other how to love ourselves. And not just what you talk about in your religious schools or like your Christ love. No, I'm talking about actually loving people. Loving people and want and wanting to help them. And wanting to, like wanting better for ourselves and people. Because I feel like if we love people means we can start to love society. You don't love society if you don't love people. So that's where I just feel like we can start from. I know it's very cliche, but I strongly believe in it. Oh, I sort of enjoy this perspective. Um, and as much as I, I, I feel like um, it's actually very refreshing. And I, I, I hope that we all can actually gravitate towards, you know, this. Um, and I, I feel like sometimes, you know, like the person said about, you know, not serving them. Even me talking about things alone sort of helps just really um, putting it out there, you know, drawing attention to those things. Um, but yeah, I think your response is actually lovely, Kelvin. We're holding hands and we're doing kumbaya. So that's that's really amazing. Um, but I, I would say that uh, I've always like, I, I had to learn that it's about putting like laws and all that. Like I, I just, whatever means, whether you know, it could be liberal or something, you know, but I, yeah. I just want laws to be, you know, situated. And I think mm -hmm. for me, that's like how, but at the same time, if people are not bringing, like, where it's like putting the work and like, it talks about love, then those laws mm -hmm. will just fully fall apart. But Kelvin, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because laws, laws are important, but human beings are going to, human beings are going to be the ones to follow these laws. Human mm -hmm. beings are going to also be the ones to enforce these laws. If I don't have love for people, I will not be able to enforce these laws very well. Because there's no love for, because if you love um, people, you you tend to look 
like look away from their maybe identities or things that like differentiates them from other people like skin color, like sexuality, like gender, all those things. Because you just love people. You just, you know, I, 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 I talk to somebody and I connect to this person. It's not because they are this gender or that color. It's just because I just love them. Something like that. Yeah. That's why. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really lovely. Um, I, Love is one thing I really hope that we can actually pursue us as a people. Hopefully we will get to do that. Should, should we talk about the next question now? Because I, should, I think this one we would. Wow. They are really coming for you, Kelvin. And yeah, so um, this is, um, hi, Kelvin. I found one of your um, episodes um, very disturbing. Um, you were talking about polygamy and monogamy and you seemed to strongly support polygamy. Do you think that's better for people? Yeah, so in you see the thing is the thing is that I understand that perspective. I had that episode it was it early this year? Okay, we're trying to be year. defensive okay. No, so I I, I, so I had that episode early this year. So I'll I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I had that episode early this year. So the thing is if I so if we have um opinion A or opinion B if I strongly support opinion, sorry, if I strongly oppose opinion A, does not mean I don't support opinion B. Do you get? Yeah. I don't know if you get yeah. that one. Yeah. To illustrate. Uh-huh. So in, on the episode, I was strongly, you know, it's not strongly, but I know it was not really mild, but I was, I was speaking about monogamy in a way that I don't really, I might not be fancy. I was just saying that like probably monogamy is not um, what is like the perfect thing for us or monogamy is not what, we, what, what nature designed for us because like why do we keep wanting more partners and all those things? So you know, that does not necessarily mean I would do monogamy or I strongly support, uh, sorry, I would do polygamy or I strongly support polygamy. I was just saying that monogamy doesn't seem to work, especially in this day and age. Now, bear in mind that I don't really have much experience. I am not really active in the dating scene or in any scene about romance, like heavily for that matter. I'm mostly not, so you know, not that I've not tried um, to romantically involve the people I have been, or I'm not really heavy on that. So I just feel like based off of what I see, based off of comment I see and what's happening in the, because I'm a big observer. So I observe a lot. And based off of what I see, I don't think monogamy works. I just feel like probably there's um, something we could do about that. So I, 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 now, I now say that polygamy, like personally, I will not practice polygamy, but I just feel like a lot of people should do it if they're okay with it, if they can agree and are fine with it, they should do it because instead of going out and like going out of your way and still cheating and telling yourself that you are a monogamist, since you want multiple partners, why not just do multiple partners and be okay? That's what I feel. And that's what I was saying there, I guess. Yeah. I, I, that's what I was saying. Kill me. Like, okay, so... I really don't really sort of mess with um, polygamy. So I'm not going to comment on that. Like I'm anti-poly. Like I'm, I'm against it completely. Like I can't even make any case for it. I'm just like, oh my God. 
So kill me, do you want to tell me something that you're not saying indirectly? But I, I, I get it. I get the fact that we can point out all the lapses and, you know, just really put it out there. Um, yeah, I think hopefully the person understands where we're coming from. Um, so I should talk about the next question. Yeah, I think I like this one. Um, oh, wow. Now, the person goes, hey, um, there's a podcast today with Ene Ijato. And it was talking about feminism and equality. At what stage do you think we might have achieved equality? So that's the question they asked you. Funny, but I probably might have thought about this before. And look at something. I, by the way, Energy Atta is a really smart person and I really enjoyed having her on the show last year. That was last year now. Yeah, I think I listened to that episode, yeah. It was lovely having her and she's smart too. Um, something I think about is that what metric are we using to describe or define equality? Um, isn't it, isn't it black or white, And equal to who? Because equality is something that, <sighs> you know, is not, it's not like, it's not something that can be really measured. Because we are like equal to what and equal to whom. Because um, it could be man who is losing in life, and and like and I could be a man who is winning in life. So which which one do we want to be equal with? I could be a woman who is losing, who who is who is really treated poorly, or I could be a woman who is winning and who is treated very well. So there's there's no like I don't see. As for, I don't see like a clear, like a really clear line on what quality would be, like how we could measure it. Sorry, I'm talking about measuring. I understand equality and I, and I strongly support it. But in terms of measuring whether we are there yet, it's something that's hard to put like, um, put, to put a finger on. But let me tell you something. I strongly believe that we would, when we start, when we reach the point where people are treating each other fairly, we reach the point where people are treating each other with love, when there's justice, when law enforcement their job correctly, when things just seem to work. You know, there, there's, a, there's a time where you would see that things just seem right. And you can say that we've probably reached, we've probably reached a standard for what a sane society can look like. But for now, we are not there. But in the terms of measuring when we would reach equality, I don't think we would ever have like a baseline or, okay, we've seen, but we are now having equality. I don't think so. But like, let's not think about it in the term of like probably equality. Let's think about it in the term of like society in general. When people, even everyone is included, when everyone is treated fairly and everyone feels like the government is working for their good, you, know, you, you understand when everyone can walk out in the day or night and not fear for their life and all those things and all those things and all those things, then we can see we've reached a sane society, I guess. This is just my own opinion. I, I, I wonder what Tobre has to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Kelvin, I sort of liked, you know, this, again, this uh, perspective, but I've always felt like equality to me has always been like, it's been like black and white. like, um, trying to like look at the things in between. I've never really um thought about it like that. And maybe I should. 
But um, equality, you know, as a woman, if you asked me, you know, way before, I just thought you, oh, but I think now it's, I, whatever can be awarded or accorded to the male gender, I feel like as a woman, I should be able to, you know, have that. And I want to be, I want to have a fighting chance. You know, I'm not saying, I'm like, and I feel like it's, it's in stages. Like people have all um, groups, you know, if I, if I would say, I can't be comparing myself to one multi-millionaire or whatever and say, I want to be equal to this person. Okay. Maybe if I were a millionaire and like doing the same thing or like sort of in the same field, then we have well, the same category. Oh, yeah, like an, an average girl, you know, um, just though is cool, you know, and I have another, you know, guy of, of just the male gender. And we're doing the same thing. We're like starting at, you know, the same. I want us to like have equal opportunities in that, you know, field. So equality for me can't just be, you know, because you're, I'm not going to like delude myself and say, let me start, you know, but I think it's just anywhere you are as a woman or as a man, you should have an opportunity to like do whatever the other person can do. At least you're putting in the work um, as much. So that's how I've actually seen it. And I, and I think we can do that or we can get to that point if men, and this is me being really very blunt, if men begin to see women as something more than they've always, you know, seen women, like they, they can more than this weak vessel and, and all of these things that they, you know, that they always, you know, put on women. Um, it, it's, it's, I don't understand. Like, I think I spoke to someone today and then she told me, um, a woman actually, and she said to me that she doesn't want to be equal to her husband. Um, she wants to be beneath her husband. And as much as it was stressful, I couldn't even like begin to unpack that with this lady, but I just watched her see these things. And I would not even blame her where she's lived in a society where they told her time and again, a man is above you. Your husband is above you. You can't say certain things when they are men, they are everything. Um, but for me, like I've said, equality is, if I can do something as the boy, or and Kelvin is doing that thing, then let myself, you know, as a woman, be able to do that. Especially if you're like putting in the same effort, the same time, you know, um, amongst other things. So that is why. But there is um, another thing I want you to talk about, Kelvin. I've actually never really heard your perspective on like really like, how you see feminism as it's like purest form. Do you think it's just, you know, how do you really view feminism if they ask you? Or what really, like, what, what, where do you like place your emphasis more, your attention when it comes to women's, you know, liberation or whatever? Mm. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, like, for equality and, um, like, in, in society in general, there are things that are easy to solve, like workplace equality. I think that's easy to solve. Just make laws and punish people who don't adhere to those laws that, you know, when once they start um, restricting a certain gender from entering into a certain kind of workplace or they pay a certain gender unfairly, can punish that. I think that's well, easy well, to okay, tackle. Let me cut in, Kevin, because who yeah. makes the laws? Again, these are men, privileged men. In the, in the who punishes the offenders men? <laughs> In the US right now, if you don't like have a certain, uh, um, there's 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 this bill inclusivity, um, this inclusivity um, um quota. There's this, there's a certain kind of quota you need to pass as a company. If you don't have that, then you could probably go to jail for that. And then you know salaries are now open. People are talking openly about what they earn, so that people would not. So that they will not negotiate 
badly for themselves. They will not like sell themselves short. So all those things in the next 10 years, I feel like workplace equality might be a thing, like really standardly. Like we should not have any issue. Our own problem is down to be as everyday, everyday interactions on society. Like my problem with quality is how I, the man, will see a woman and how a woman will see me. That's where quality should, that's the hardest part because we know we've gone through years and years of social conditioning, both as men and women in the same environment. That's like, like, we've learned a lot of things. We've been socialized in these ways to like, think or perceive in certain ways how this gender should behave, how this gender should behave or what is expected from this gender or what is expected from that gender. So these are things that we've been socialized into. So um, I, I think that's what I really wanted. Like, um, that's my own biggest concern, how we, how we see ourselves in society. And yeah. so for a man that, a man like this now, let's say is, let's, let's take a 1950s man. 1950, an archetype of the 1950s man, this is his own mindset that he's the head of the home, he's the like alpha, that he, he he's above and he should lead and women should follow that, you know, women don't talk when he's talking and then he, he provides that he's the one who brings the money. After that, he does nothing. The woman would take care of home, she cooks, she cleans, she brings up children and all those things. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just saying like the archetype of probably a 1950s man. Now, what's an archetype of the 1950s woman? She's been raised to see women, uh, to see men as above her. She's, be, she's been raised to like respect men and not talk down on men and not talk when men are talking and she should see men as like above her. So she should respect men and that she can't raise her voice on him, on her husband when he's talking to her, that she should be modest and she should wear a certain kind of cloth, that there's a certain kind of expectation. She, she has certain, she, she, she believes that there are certain ways that society expects her to behave and there are certain things she also expects a man. So these are two archetypes of what a, um, you know, men back in the days and women back in the days would see. And these are things that probably still manifest in our society today. But I'm just saying that if we can purge that mindset of what a woman expects of a man traditionally and what a man expects of a woman traditionally, if we can purge that mindset, I think we can go a very long way in achieving equality. You know, those those expectations or those beliefs of a man is or what a woman is or what is expected of a man or what is expected of a woman. If we start doing away with all those things, I feel like we'd go a really long way in achieving equality. That's what I think. I think we've talked, yeah, we talked about this before and we are even supposed to do a podcast on this where we'll go like deep down into probably we'll talk about those things in this podcast, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I think I, um, yeah, just, just one more comment on that, Kevin. Um, and that was like very, you know, I liked that. Um, but I think I had a conversation with someone some time ago. Um, and then as much as I was making the case of, oh, people should actually just be better and do better. And it made me understand that, that you can't really dictate, you know, you can't really determine. So um, you can't know how people will think. You, you can't even control that. Um, the things you can control are the laws. I'm actually now a really big fan of actually 
putting those laws in place where these men or these, I mean, it's mainly men in this case, where you want to oppress the other gender, can't do that. And when they do, there should be consequences. You talked about workplace um, um, stop. I think in every other aspect, even though it's just day-to-day interaction, there could be laws that will be put in place. For instance, you can't really just, you know, see a woman and you want to like touch her while she's walking on the street and it's just like minding her business or you're making advances at her and you think, oh, you can just have this woman because you're a man. You can have her. I think they should place laws in every single aspect. I can't really wait for a man to all of a sudden change his ways and be a good person and I can't really restart. So I hope that it's get to a point where in every aspect of the society that concerns like the safety of women, there should be laws in place to protect women. And hopefully we can get to that point. But at the same time, I'm still hoping that people can actually just be better. But I, I wish that, you know, wishes were horses. You know, I liked, I liked it when... <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I can't really just put my money on that. But um, both of them can actually be helpful and be effective if you ask me. But Kelvin, yeah, that was... Yeah, I think maybe... We could, I think you talked about wanting to have a conversation about feminism and society and other things also. Mm, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, we could do that. But yeah, thank you, Kelvin. God, we talked a lot on feminism. When it comes up, it's always like <laughs> a lot to say. But yeah, thank you, um, um, Kelvin. Um, this next one is actually very soft. Um, oh, someone is trying to know you, Kelvin. Like, they want to know you. Um, now, um, the person is saying that you really talk about um, yourself on the podcast. Um, so I'm a little curious um, and want to know who you are. Like, um, to don't know who you are, you know, you don't talk about yourself on your podcast. So they ask you, I think that was probably because I don't associate the podcast with myself. So in myself in the sense that I mostly don't talk about the podcast on my personal social media feed, except on probably WhatsApp, where people who know have my number on WhatsApp know that I am called this podcast. So the thing is, you, you're probably not someone who I'm close with, like on, on WhatsApp. If not, you would have, you would know me because I'm, I'm big on saying a lot of things. I, I I constantly have something to say. That's number one. And um, if I who am I? That's a question. That's a hard one. Um, he, there's this guy that said that I I as in singular I is the hardest thing to define. But um, I'm like um, a software guy. I so on a regular day you would find me writing code. If I'm not writing code for on my computer, I'm reading. Or I'm learning something. So I, I like to read. I like to know stuff. And I like to talk. Not talk, but I like to type a lot of stuff. So I'm really probably typing opinions or write or reading articles or opinion articles. Or I'm reading or, you know, that kind of stuff. But I, I'm a very solitary person. I spend a lot of time alone. So a lot of my daily life is spent by myself. So that's who I am, I guess. But I, 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 I don't really know how to expand on that. So that's what I just have to say. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even listen to you, like talk about yourself. I'm like, Oh, I, I didn't know. I mean, I knew a couple of them, but yeah, I hope that response is actually, yeah. Um, so the next question here, um, the, they're asking you who's one person you want to badly have a conversation with? Mm, uh, probably Chimamanda. 
Oh, no, Kelvin. Calling them all. I don't really, Kelvin. I, that's, I, that's, I, come I, on. I, I really <laughs> love Chima Manda. I don't know. She's she not did. even into tech. Like, how do you, she's not into tech. No, so, no, why no, not? No. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've always thought about her. Like, how would I? Because there's a friend of mine. I talked with her on this podcast and I usually have private discussions with her. She talks like Chimamanda. Her name is Inkechi. And you know, anytime we are talking, her as she's Igbo, by the way. So anytime we are talking, it just feels like I'm talking with Chimamanda. And I just feel like, what would it be like to have a conversation with Chimamanda? And yeah, she's probably the first thing that came to my mind. But you know, if I'm, if I, you know, look, if I, if, if I'm more relaxed, I could have said another name, maybe like uh, Lex Friedman or something like that. Uh, that guy is like an AI person. Or if, if, if you, if, if I could pick one author that has died before, I probably want to talk with like John Paul Sartre, John Paul Sartre or I'll talk with, um, um, there's this feminist that wrote the second sex. I've forgotten her name now. Or Bell Hooks or, you know, certain other kind of authors that have died now. I have some authors that I, I would have loved to interview, like Albert Camus and all those um, good authors. But, you know, f- people that are still living, probably Chimamanda, Alex Friedman. Uh, I want to know what goes on in the mind of Ozzy and Tony. So... Because uh, I, I see our opinions on Twitter. So I want to know what goes on in our mind. So I would have really loved to have a conversation with R2, Ozzy Atomi. And mm, mm, not, not many people, not many people. I don't, I'm not a big fan of, I, I, the things that I don't, I'm, I'm not like, um, it's like, I don't keep people as um, heroes or something. Yeah. So I, it's not, I, I don't like, I don't make people heroes that, oh, I'm aspiring to meet this person or that kind of thing or that kind of thing. But they are, they are, they are, but do there are certain people I want to have conversations with. I can't list all of them right now, but at least I think I've mentioned three. So yeah, I think that's good. I'm still like, really, I mean, you called amazing, you know, but I'm just thinking like, what would you ask? Like one question you're dying to ask um, Adichie, what would that be? When you first broke a man's heart, which I know what? you would have done. When you oh first broke your pants out, which I know you would have done, how did it feel like? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? <laughs> there was a conversation joking. she did with, she, there, was a, there was a conversation she did with Ibka and she talked about her love life. Oh, I watched that, yeah. Uh, and it was really nice. So I, I was just curious. I know that she would have been like a breakout heart. Uh. I, I, I know certain people when I see them. So definitely, I, I, I want to know. It's just one of those wild questions, not, not really. And I'm here thinking to myself that you want to question some things or how she sort of perceives or portrays again yeah. feminism, like how all men do. If, Most of them are like, oh, if, I don't like this. I don't like that. Not Kelvin. If, uh-huh. if I want to have um, a conversation with Chimamanda, I mean, I mean, I, I, what, what do we want to talk about feminism again? You know, feminism will go on and on and on. We'll talk about a lot of things of feminism, but. Why should I question her perspective on feminism? I want to know her as a person, apart from ideologies, apart from opinions, apart from 
worldviews. I want to really know people. I, I That's one thing I like to strive for on the podcast. Like I, I ask personal questions too. I want to know people apart from all these things because I believe that who are mostly, you know, people are not identical to their thoughts. So their thoughts are not who they are for the large part. And I've noticed that, you know, it's something that would seem foolish to say, but I, I've noticed that in myself and in, in a lot of people, People just say these things, they just have these opinions. Then they don't necessarily believe in it sometimes. They just say certain things. I'm not talking about like um Chimamanda and feminism now. I'm just like in general, like certain things that we say, certain things that we think. We are not identical to those things. I sometimes I just want to know who people are. Apart from all the opinions and never ending worldviews. I do hope you meet her someday, Kelvin. I would love to even listen to that conversation or the interview. So this is me praying for you. So, um, yeah. So on to the next one. Um, so, oh, this is, this is good. Um, so they said um, there, there's an episode you talked about nihilism. Um, it feels like um, a dark way to see life. I would like you to expand on it. So let me ask you, are you nihilist, Kelvin? Uh, no, I don't think so. Nihilisms and... Um, um, and titles that you can add to yourself. Or I am no, I'm not labeled. I'm just Kelvin. And um, okay, down to that question. Let's see. How could we have seen life? Yeah. So nihilism is that nothing has meaning or there's no meaning to the world. So we should not try to like. Hmm. You should not try to try so hard every single day to make meaning out of all the mess that it is that 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 the world is right now. So I'm not a nihilist. I just kind of like the world the world view to a certain extent that you know we try so much to make meaning out of certain things that instead of us to just like flow with life and enjoy it as you know there's always a template for what life enjoyment could be and that's my problem with people don't see they don't enjoy life they follow a template of what life enjoyment is you know plenty food vacations and trips all those things are good but you know it's a template is one way of enjoying life. i've been to a lot of things personally and and something i've questioned people about but i'll, I'll say it like i've been to a lot of places i've tried to have fun in template way of having fun or enjoying life like doing certain things that people see on social media as a way of having fun i've done all those things but am i really happy at that moment is it something that's filling me up as i'm doing it so i've asked people are they always happy in that moment where they are having they're doing things that are the template way of having fun or is it because or is it just when they post it on social media and they see people commenting that the that the happiness now comes but i have an idea that way of enjoying life is connecting with people. That's how I truly feel good. I think this is why I like having conversations like sitting down over coffee, over beer and just, I don't drink beer by the way. I'm just saying it. <laughs> but I drink wine. <laughs> so, so, um, and, um, you know, just sit down, connect with people. I, I, I find that when I connect with the person and like talk with them and, you know, do things that make them happy or they do things that make me happy. It's really satisfying. I am having fun that way. Oh, I'm 
and you know, this is just me, Shah. It's not like if you, I know people have different opinions on how they should enjoy life. I, I, I really just don't like have to dip things to like one, dip things, follow a template. Yeah. P- people like to follow a template. There's a template on how you should live your life. There's a template on how you should enjoy life. There's always a template on how you should do every single thing in this world. And, and I have a problem with templates because if you look at life, oh, why are people just doing this thing in only this way? Why are people doing this thing in only that way? There's a template on how you should be beautiful. There's a template on how you should be handsome. I mean, fuck these templates. We could just stray with this template and not try to deep life too much. And just because some of these things have no meaning, they have no inherent meaning, which is just like, you know, say that we should just live life like that. I know this is not what a um, journalist might think or tell you, but this is what I just feel like it should. Yeah, I did, I'm sorry, this is what, just what I see life as. Yeah, I'm not a journalist, but I just feel like at the core of everything, you going to church to pray or going to a mosque to pray, you are following the template like that too. I mean, is, is there meaning to that? I don't know. You would answer that yourself, but me personally, I just feel like I'm not really, I don't want to follow any templates because I don't see too much meaning in these templates. Yeah. Wow. So one of the things I'm enjoying about this is I ask, you know, these questions and then all these questions have been asked and then the responses I get from you is like, <laughs> like very, un- like it's even common. And I really, I'm like, wow, just smiling here. Kevin, thank you for not being normal like no be like the normal boring <laughs> everyday people i'm i'm so excited for that thank you really mm-hmm. i'm i'm really honored again to even well, be listening to you talk about these things yeah. yeah um so we have um the next question um yeah so uh the person goes um when did you start to become aware of your yourself oh um these questions who are asking them <laughs> People really want to know you, Kelvin. So okay, so when did I start to become aware of myself? I think I started to like observe my own thoughts at a very early age because I'm an early writer. I used to write. I I just feel like writing is a way of thinking too. That's why I respect writers. Like if you can write, it means you actually have a structured structured way of thinking. So um, let's see. There's this thing I used to do when I was growing up. I think I was in junior secondary school every night. I'll sit down and analyze all the things that are not going well in my life. I was just like, probably, you can call it like a list of problems every day. So I just, I'm just giving an instance, like a list of problems in my life and see how I can tackle all those things. I think from that young age, I was someone who liked to introspect and look at my life like in a structured way and try to see if I can assess myself and solve my problems or any problem I'm facing at that point. So I think it was one of the ways I started to become aware of myself and my surrounding. And also I was always probably anti so many things when I was growing up, like certain things that you would tell me, although I was still strongly religious at that point, but I, I doubt I, I was having where all, also all these questions that why did God do this? Why did God design that in a certain way? So I was becoming aware of my environment and I was also becoming aware of how I was thinking at that point. Like, why am I thinking this thing? 
or why am I believing this thing? Or mommy said this thing like this. Why should it be like that? Who give this others or something like that? So at, at that point, I was just like asking a lot. I don't know if that's part of being self-aware. I don't know what it's mean of being self-aware, to be honest. But I just feel like at that point, I was like recognizing my own thoughts and recognizing certain things I believe in and rec- recognizing um, my own life, looking at it by myself. Don't know. I don't know what's mean of being self-aware, Tori. I mean, it could mean like thank you again. It could it could mean a lot of things, and even questioning things around you could be some form of you know being aware of yourself. Um, I, I think, uh, but just knowing who you are, your person, mm. you know, knowing where your views come from, or the things you actually um gravitate towards, the people you find yourself wanting to be around, just how you. Yeah, you know, perceive yeah. things and people amongst other things. So yeah, I think I think questioning even like I said, your environment is actually very, very vital. Um it plays a very vital when actually forming oneself. Um yeah, Kelvin. Like do you think do you know who asks these questions though? Like these are people that yeah, really anonymous. So the form the form is anonymous. Wow. I'm just like it's it's really lovely actually. Um okay, so let's let's see. Oh, it's five minutes to Christmas, Kelvin. So we're gonna that's be here. Nice. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> um that's, that's great. I mean, this is something uh this is the first time I'm doing this and it's lovely. I mean, it's, it's really nice that I would have to say well, Merry Christmas to you on this show. Yeah, but let's go on. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, this one is actually some sort of tea. So we're going to unpack it. So they go high. First, they fan here. This person is a first, um, a fan, a new fan. Um, the person goes, "What happened um to Taiwo and David, the people you started the podcast with?" Hmm. Okay, okay. First, they hmm. fan meaning meaning he was like there from the first day. Oh, of the oh okay, okay. All right. I think that's hmm. why he's asking about Taiwo and David. So. Initially, when I started this podcast, I started it with two co-hosts, um, Tyro and David. But David was my first trailer episode. And his name, he I don't think you would have heard his voice anywhere on any other episode. But me and Tyro did the first two episodes together, I guess. Or the first, well, the first two or the first episode, my episode one, which was really shit because of the audio. It was really That's bad audio at that point. <laughs> no, but um, the thing is... People who have all that interest, and uh, since I was strongly the one who who brought the idea for the podcast and wanted to do the podcast, I only asked them to join me as co-host. But it seemed that they got busy or they had other things to do. So I mean, there's no hard feelings. They are still my friends. I still talk with them. We are not beefing, but they just can't do the podcast with me anymore. That's the thing. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair enough. Um, apparently, maybe the person thought that something else happened, like, like, like P square. Who can be referencing P square? Wow, that's shade, though. The shade, yeah, all right. So, we have the next question here, and um, oh, this is sort of similar to the first one, but I think it's much more, um, yeah, the person goes, um, Someone who comments on society and talks a lot about it, what scares you the most about the future of society? Oh, scares me. 
most what am I scared of? I think I'm scared of us versus them. Is this us versus them mentality that's like growing? You see it a lot on like like social spaces that there's this belief that it's always us versus them. So I know that human beings are inherently tribal, but I don't know if am I maybe I was programmed to believe that because what I'm saying now it just sounds like trash that human beings are inherently tribal. I don't know that for a fact. Maybe it's just something that I'm programmed to believe because I know that human beings were really tribal at some point. But I just feel like this us versus their mentality is killing us. And I don't know where it will lead us. This hate that we, because somebody is not in, does not believe the same thing as me. Um, I should, I should be wicked to them or somebody does not have shared the same opinions with me. I should label them as like, as the devil or something. So just feel like that's something I fear. I don't know how it would propagate in the future because I hate you are not on my team. I hate you and all those things. That's really something I fear and I, I, I don't know where it will lead. I, I think that's one of the major things I fear. That us versus them mentality. Yeah. I mean, just, just even listening to you talk about like what I talked when we were talking earlier, I talked to you about what's going on in Clubhouse and that's a it's 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 actually real, Kelvin. You're not even like hearing voices in your head. People are like really doing this thing where if you're not on my team, you're my enemy. I, I it's really scary, and I think I I saw it because I again I don't really socialize. I don't really put myself out there. But you know, joining Clubhouse or change that, and I go there and I realize that if you don't share my view, that's like how people see the whole thing. Then you hate me and I hate you. Like. They can't be a space where you can say, okay, this is how you think, this is how I think, then let's just move on. It's really, it's really a lot. Like it's, 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 it's actually a, a poison. Like, and I, I think that that's actually, um, I'm good. But if I were to sort of, oh God, I'm, I'm sorry. Not the, Kelvin. Yeah, sure. I'll meet you. Merry, no, Merry Christmas. I'm not going to say Xmas, oh. like Merry Christmas. Oh. And then oh, the knockouts nice. are going off. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Too. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I, 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 I don't know. Um, wow, it's, it's really amazing. It's really amazing. I mean, to share this moment with you. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, all, this, all these nice conversations and commentary at this point. Yeah, it's nice. Merry Christmas to you and um, to everybody too listening right now yeah obviously yeah we just forgot about obvious ah yes. <laughs> this, this Merry Christmas be, everyone yeah yeah <laughs> I, just, I just hope this episode will be out before next year I'll probably edit it very fast because I want it to be out there before next year so yeah sure oh okay this is nice yeah I mean, so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just so you know so back to the stuff I just feel like for me if you you know what scares me more um about about society I think it's always be the gender you know, thing, uh, the divide that it creates and how harmful it can be, especially to my gender. So um, hopefully we can get to a point where um, people can just begin to see themselves as people, you know, because it, it determines a lot. Like we sort of limit or dismiss the role that gender plays. It's, it's, it's everything. It's, it's how you, you know, think it's, how you have conversations, you know, how you sort of, most times they won't dress. It's a whole lot. And I, I hope that it doesn't really, you know, we can actually just meet and just be happy people, I guess. Um, 
But yeah, Kelvin, that was that. This one you talked about, Clubhouse people, they've shown me that. If you don't fuck with my view, you're my enemy and it's very scary yeah, inside. Yeah. yeah. So it's something I don't dig at all. Very, very awful. Um, okay, so we have... Oh, this... Uh, the question goes, um, do you feel a little jealous when you see all that podcasts gaining all the spotlight and attention? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh also, wow! The thing about how do I answer this? I think Hinted Neuron is doing really well for itself right now. Yeah, but why feel jealous? No, I do not. I mean, people whose podcasts are on that spotlight, they deserve it because they put in the work and everything they are doing right now. I'm probably a lazy podcaster. I I don't promote. So most of the promotion I do is just like bare, just like the basic stuff. So, I mean, if people put in the work of promoting their podcast, networking, and trying to build an audience actively, and they deserve what they are getting. Me, my audience is like a, like probably a consistent one. And I, I have good number of listens a month. So, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I don't see the need to be jealous about any other podcast. I mean, I, so far, I'm, I'm getting what I want to say out there. I'm having the conversations I love, and they're out there for people to listen to. And that's, 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 that's a lot. I mean, thing about, the thing about um, um, creating something, the, the only place where you'll be really paying is when people don't give a shit at all. You understand? Imagine you create something and people don't like it or people don't hate it. And people just don't care. I mean, then you would probably feel them so much hatred on yourself that oh, people don't even care about what I create. They, they don't, they neither like it and they don't even love it at all. Like, you know, sometimes you know that people hate your podcast, at least they're listening to it and they are giving opinions that they hate it. Who like your podcast, they're listening to it and they're giving opinions that they like it. It wasn't why people don't even care at all. That would have been bad, but at least I know that who listen and some like, some might not like, but I mean, I'm still engaging an audience. So definitely, it's nothing to be jealous of. Yeah, well said. Well said, Kelvin. Um, yeah, thank you for that. So by just doing what you enjoy and, you know, doesn't, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, the next question is... Um, yeah, this is, I want to know this one, even myself. Um, and I know that I have my questions for you also at the end of the whole thing. Yeah. Sure Can I tell you? Sure. All right, sure. cool. Um, so uh, the person goes, um, hi, Kelvin. I would like to know the most pleasant and ugly parts of 2021 for you. Mm. Okay, 2021. One, I... You know, before the beginning of the year, I, I was having these goals that I wanted to like be in places where I can solve really hard problems and, you know, connect to people, connect with a lot of, um, you know, people who know more than me so that we could collaborate and solve hard problems together. But I probably did not do that at a very large scale this year. I, I still try to like do stuff. But, uh, you know, that was a failure on my part. I didn't achieve that goal. I didn't really do. I didn't really achieve that. I was trying, trying. But, you know, I did a lot of stuff too. I did a research that got published. I 
I, I, oh, wow. I network, network to people. But the thing is, it, it just depends on how you, how you define, like how you measure yourself. But me, the measurements I put for myself, I would say I, I'm not really, it's what I wanted. You know, I achieved it. If, like for some people, if they were optimizing for money, yeah, they would have, okay. I would have, if I was optimizing for money, I would have, I would, I would say I have a good year. But I, I'm, my optimization is not just for money. There's something that I'm really optimizing for in my life. That's why I can't say that, oh, I really clicked all the goals I wanted to. I don't have goals. I just have things I want to do, but I didn't do them. So I had to do, do that. That was one part that I didn't like. And um, I, I was just not in the spaces I wanted to be. That was one part I did not like. I suffered um, a heartbreak. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I think that was some of my first um, encounter with betrayal and all those things and lies, people lying to you and betraying you like that. I really had like a pure journey through, um, you know, through all my life. Like I've not really had people who betrayed and lied to me like that. <laughs> but but this year I encountered those kind of people. So yeah, uh, yeah. That- and I, 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 I wrote my GRE exams. I wrote my TOEFL exams. They went well. I applied to grad school. I applied to 12 schools or 12 programs. Yeah. I mean, that's still something I'm really hoping to shout. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really hoping to shout next year when I see a congratulations email. I hope that works, but you know, all these things are in the works right now. So yeah, those are some good parts of 2020. One, but 2021 was filled with a lot of work for me. I worked really hard. I was working, trying to earn money, trying to read for my exams, trying to apply to grad school and all these other things. I mean, it was a lot of work for the most part. I Sometimes when I think about some of the work I did, like I, 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 I say, why did I even distract myself by trying to follow a woman in the first place? I mean... <laughs> Don't do that. Come on. Yes, I mean, but I'm really in a good place right now. I'm ending the year on a very calm and soft note. You know, being my joint, being happy, no palpitations, and just really living my life. Like it's like nothing is going wrong right now. I'm happy for that. Yeah, I'm also happy that your wins are like way more than your losses. So that's actually very good. Um, and I'm happy for all the things that you achieved, Kelvin. Really, I am. I'm just very, very proud of you. I am. Thank um, and I hope that you find love come 2022. Yes, Kelvin, we're doing yeah, that I'm for not, you. I'm not, I'm not uh-huh. really looking for love. I, I think well, that that's, that's for, what for the say. most part, that is like a distraction for me because I saw how <laughs> I saw how trying to love a person was really distracting for me. So I, I don't really want that this new year. No. I don't want that. I just want to be more focused on my work and seeing if I can get into the spaces I want to get into and be more productive. That's what I want. And also being more intentional with my friendships. Like I really have amazing people, platonic friends around and I really want to be more intentional about that. You know, this year shows that this year I was happy that I could be able to be intentional about my friendships and nurture them in a way that they seem healthy. So I, I want that for next year too. You know, big on platonic friendship, less on the romantic. 
Well, are you sure we don't unpack something? You, do you want to heal? This is a safe space no. we can talk about. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, we have another question. The next one. Um, oh, this is actually very lovely. I mean, very uh, warm, so to say. Um, what's something you're excited about right now? Like, what excites you as we're speaking? Um, something that excites me right now, right now, right now, right now. Movies and not, not would I say movies? No. Um, I think the kind of work I'm doing right now uh, excites me. Let's see. Uh, it's a hard question because I'm excited about a lot of things that, like, you know, okay, tell me, tell me the top three. How many top three? Um, I'm currently working on this research with my with somewhere I'm doing. Um, I'm working with we're doing this research on Alzheimer's disease, and I think it's going really well. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see where it goes on making drugs for Alzheimer's. Another thing, I I'm I'm working with people who know what they're doing. I'm excited about that and. I'm learning and you know connecting with people like contributing or like contributing to people's lives and learning a lot of new things like people who can also help me i'm around that space right now so i'm excited about that so that's just for me if you're talking about something in the world right now out there in the world i'm excited about um I'm misanthropic because you might start to think that I hate society so much that I'm not excited about anything in society. But let me think for a minute. I've been really talking about anything for like much. Um, um, that's all. I'm not really, I'm not really excited about much. I guess. Well, that's, that's actually. Uh, I, Kevin, I'm actually blank to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm really blank. Well, yeah, maybe when I think of something, I'll let you know. So, I should. yeah, this way, good. Yeah, really good. Um, so we have another one. Uh, okay, and Kelvin, you're going to okay, even me, I'm actually eager to hear this one. So, um, they said that you should tell, tell us something your listeners would never know about you. Let me be very focused. So, Kelvin, what don't it's, people know about you? If you're asking me something my listeners would never know about me. So why do you expect me to now spill it on my podcast? Me, oh, come on. Me, Honest, I mean, no way. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I could just say something as a lie. And, and okay, I, I no, you're something. honest, I mean, Kevin. I, you, you don't lie. You don't lie. Come on, Kevin. Tell us something. Tell us something. Something my listeners would never know about me is that... What about that when you told me that time? I was like, wow, that's like not even true. Starts with a D. D? It starts with a D and it's about music and shaking your body, you know? Oh, drink. No. Dance. What was that? Dancing. Do they know that you dance? Are you told me yeah, that you oh, dance? 
Yeah, I dance. <laughs> I, I, I like to dance. I dance even yesterday or day before yesterday. Was it even before yesterday? I was having a party by myself and I was just dancing in my room. Kill me, that's sad. Why? You have a party by yourself. Kill me. Yeah. Because Please, I love like, dead. The music, <laughs> see, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Once you have food. Oh, once I just, you know, once I'm eating and there's really good music and there's wine, I just start dancing. I mean, it's fun. You just like, just be dancing like you be dancing oh, normal. Oh, like, yourself, like, 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 really? Yeah, yeah like you're in a concert and you, and you start sharing yourself up and like just hyping yourself and you just dance. Like, I mean, it's really cool. I'm picturing that, like, and it's like, not really, like, it's, it's not really too pleasant. Like, it's like, it's giving me, it's, I don't know. You know, talk about something, Kelvin. <laughs> and I dance, <laughs> and I start, and and I'm laughing because I'm really happy at that moment, and I'm sweating because I'm really happy, and I'm enjoying it. So it's not, it's, it doesn't seem sad to me. I I, I think it's fun. Oh, or it doesn't sound fun to people. Okay, would people know that you dance? Like, would they be shocked where I was when I found out that you could uh, actually dance? My close friends that. I've lived with me in a space would know that I like to shake my body and dance. But if somebody has stayed with me for a while, you see that I just like dancing. I, I like oh, to dance. I hope I can actually get a video of you doing that because I'm still like doubting you, Kevin. Come I on. I don't video myself <laughs> dancing, but I just like to dance, you know, move my body to music and just be happy. I like to be happy. Like I'm a very happy person on my own. So, so that's why I feel like I'm most uh, like I'm solitary because I'm just being on my own, chilling. You know, I enjoy my own company very well, very very well. So that's why I don't see people as like an escape medium. Let me be with this person so that I can escape. I thought of myself. Um, you know, I enjoy my company and it's really nice. So, uh, that's actually okay. So Kelvin, now that you told me about dancing before, and I just wanted to like know, but. You've not started questioning. You're not going to like run away from this one. So tell us something that we do not even know, Kelvin. I'm actually like we go ahead, Kelvin, please. <laughs> um, something that people do not know. I like art, I like art. I probably probably know. Kelvin, yeah, everyone knows that. Like, if you go to your IG, you see that, dude. You keep come on. Like it's 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 like public knowledge, Kelvin. That's this. You're not being fair. Okay, that I'm a lazy uh-huh. person. I oh, probably know that. Kelvin. <laughs> let me see. Of course. Let me see. Okay. Let me see. Uh-huh. Let me see. Mm, a secret about my life. A secret about my life. Uh. think there's anything secret about my life that that would be like you'd be surprised to hear about so we see what's gonna happen kelvin you will come back to that question <laughs> i will personally come back to it so yeah let's just really oh, yeah, keep that in mind <laughs> yeah so <laughs> now um next question here is um let me see so there are Axin, um, what are the best books you read in 2021? Also, what's your best movie from 2021? Oh, that's, that's a nice question. If you think about it, uh-huh. that's a nice uh-huh. yeah, that's, that, I think I will enjoy this one. Let's see. I read um, 
Odell Escabac by Daniel. Was it Daniel or David? So that book was about the, the Odell, like um, Goodell's, the one who did um, Goodell's um, Incompleteness Theorem. Back is a musician. And Escar is back is like that pianist, and Escar is a painter. He used to draw these like um, illusions or something. I don't know what they are called, but there's a certain loop inside some of his drawings. So I read that book. It was really nice. He talked about certain ideas about intelligence and AI and all these things. I really, I have not finished that book. I dropped it at some point. I read. Um, I read um, um, the there's this thing about death, the denial of death by Ennis Becker. I read that one; it was nice. I actually had the chance to finish that book this year, and you know, Ennis Becker talks about we how how we deny death and how we, you know, I think it's something that is even prevalent in modern society. We try to. To, to, we say when when people talk about death, we say God forbid, like as if it's something that would not eventually happen. I mean, we we, we pray that we live long, yeah, sure, but we I think it's something that should be like on our minds that we should meditate on it, that I will die someday. And what do I have to do now to make sure that okay, when I finally die. I would not be there regretting that, you know, I didn't do this. I mean, there's still be a lot of things that you would not do before you die, but, you know, you know, just actively walking towards what you want to walk towards so that, because you don't have infinite time. So, I mean, that was the person to say. So, um, let me see. I read, uh, which book did I read that really blew my mind? I was posting a lot about, um, Let's see. I was reading which book was I reading? Okay, let me just talk about movies. I'll probably remember the books I read. There's this there's this one, if you remember, there's this there's this movie I talked to you about, like the Voyagers. No, was it the Voyagers? Like these kids that they were trained for um, childhood for yeah. a space mission. Oh, you liked you liked I, the movie. I liked it because it's not that it was uh. grand in any way. It's not like there's something special, but there's something about it that I liked. It, it showed the core human nature. Uh-huh. The fact that, you know, that you can try to, you, you can try to engineer human beings to live in a certain way. But human nature of greed, of evil, of, of, you know, of want, of envy and all those things would still come up and it's something I I, I, I I tend to think about that problem with human beings is no identities it's no opinions it's no belief it's just human beings problem is we human beings ourselves that if we don't tame it and if we don't like try to be in control and we live our lives like animals that's what would always happen there will always be chaos but if we live our lives like if we live our lives in a state where we are always conscious of the actions we are about to take and we are conscious about what we are about to say and all those things, we would, we would not have so many problems. But people try to live their lives on autopilot. They just do anything that they want to do. They are not introspective. They, don't, they are not conscious about what they are saying to people. They are not conscious about what they are doing to people and all those things. 
So yeah, I know certain people are even conscious about what they are doing. What am I saying? So certain people are even conscious about what they are doing, but they still do them anyway, if they know it's bad. So all those things to, you know, human nature is not really the best. <laughs> so look at me saying that. Look at me saying this thing like I'm, I'm a perfect person, but I'm just saying I'm a flawed person too. But you know, I still try to introspect and make sure that I am very conscious about a lot of things I'm saying I'm doing. that, And that's how you propagate kindness to into the world. Okay. And that good movie I saw. I didn't really see a lot of new movies this year, but I saw a lot of old ones. Okay. There's this movie I saw. I don't know what year is Fahrenheit 451. There's a book on it, and this guy was there. Um, this um, Jordan J- Michael B. Jordan was the main actor. It was in a, it, it was set in a world where books and knowledge was no longer allowed. So if they found if they find you with a book, they'll burn it. And oh, so wow. it made it tried to devoid. It was set in the society. It, 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 I think everyone should read the book. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's an amazing story. Imagine a world where. They said opinions, social media, sorry, opinions, writers and um, writings and all these things, they were the cause of the world's problem. So if we try to ditch opinions, if we try to ditch books, and we just share a common consciousness, a common mindset, that this would be good for humanity. So it was set in a world where, in a futuristic world where there were, there were patrol officers. You can think of Hunger Games, but like, or, or the Divergent Trilogy. So... Something like that, like in an advanced world where if they find you with any book, there were cameras everywhere, there was AI everywhere, but no books, nobody's about, nobody's, nobody's allowed to obtain any kind of knowledge. They thought that knowledge and hope and knowledge, hope, and all these sentiments were the cause of human problems. That if we could ditch all these things, we could have a same society, but that didn't end well because there were people who were rebellious and who tried to rebel that and who were still reading and trying to find a way to protect all of humans' knowledge for from all the years. There are people who, so if so, so if they find you that if they find out that you are reading or you are with books, they will kill you and they'll burn those books. So, but they, they were still rebels and all those things. I mean, it's an interesting story. I, I encourage everyone to read it or watch the movie. That was one good one. Yeah, I'm actually gonna gonna watch that. I sort of like yeah, you know the whole yeah. You know. yeah, it's something. It's not. It's not even long, so you, you would enjoy it. So, um, books, 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 books. I didn't really read ah. the books. The, like the stranger, the one you sort of sent yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished Stranger. It's a nice book. It's about a guy who went through life not really keeping everything, so he just lived life like. You know, who he didn't really care. He, the way the book started, my mother died today or maybe yesterday, I've forgotten. So it, it gives you a sense that this character was not someone who really cared much about a lot of things in life like that. He just lived his life day to day. And his lover, Marie, asked him, there was this girl he was in love with. <laughs> there was this girl he was in love with. No, no, the, 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 he didn't use the word love, but the way the, the story read, I would assume that was in love with her, but he did not admit it. He never said it. When he asked her, when she asked him, do you love me? And would you want to marry me? 
asked him, do you want to marry me? He said, sure, we could do that. But when she asked him, do you love me? She said, he said that it does not matter. It doesn't make any difference. So he's somebody that who did not deep life. He didn't really give a shit. So we saw that going and how it progressed in his life and how not giving a lot of fucks affected him or helped him and all those things. I think that was a good book. I really enjoyed that book too. Um, did I read it? Yeah. In this year, nope. Which book did I read again? I, I forgot to know. I, I, I don't have a good memory for things I read, but I, I'll probably make a list in the description for anyone. I don't know. But I'm, not, I'm thinking of a good movie I watched that blew my mind away. But those movies were not a lot in this year. But I've said the ones I saw. Do, do two movies here. Yeah? I mean, those are a good. Which movies or books did you read? Or any anything that blew your mind this year that you really enjoyed? I mean, obviously, you know that I liked. Um, I mean, even though I was sad, you know, I enjoyed um, reading um, "Looking for Alaska." That yeah. was amazing. Thanks to Kelvin. Kevin sort of shared that book with me. And the other one I read that I enjoyed was um, "The Secret Lives of Baba Shaggy's Wives." Have you read that one, Kelvin? No, 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 no. Is it an old book? Yeah. It is actually, but it's, it's Nigerian. Ibadan, like it happened in Ibadan and everything. And I, I sort of liked it because it was Africa and it was Nigerian. I could relate to almost everything they were talking about. So that was, that was a good read. As for movies, God, Kevin, I saw lots. I saw lots of movies and I can't even. Uh, but I think oh, the one I still have on my phone, I can't like really let go of. Um, let's see. I think it was this year I saw um, uh, the Green, um, Green Book. Yeah, I think it was this year I saw that one. Have you, have you seen Green Book? About this guy that is a musician that was going up and down singing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You've seen it. We just saw you heard the story. Yeah, I've seen, it. I've, seen it. I've seen it fully. Oh. Yeah, I, I like so, that one. Yeah. I mean, I like that I saw a lot. I just remember one movie I saw, Malcolm and Marie. I, people don't like it at all. They said it was... Of I didn't watch it because I because of the uh, remarks or the comments. I like I liked it. Maybe am I in love with the toxic relationship? I don't know, but I really love the story. I mean, I love the way the story progressed and the monologues, the dialogues, the fights. You know, the exchange of words. All those things they seem so deep to me. It's a way it made me feel. So that's why I loved it. Yeah, Kevin. I know you love love, but you're just. Like being <laughs> strong, hey, well, let's what let's just say, <laughs> yeah. So, um, we have another question here, and um, oh, about we're exhausting the whole thing now, so I think they're like lighter questions as we as we go on. So, um, this one is, um, would you consider doing video podcasts in the future? Hmm. Um, probably, maybe, but I think yeah, the thing about probably, me, maybe. Wow, that's so <laughs> unlikely going to. <laughs> I sorry, I don't. Right. I, I say uh, sorry. Forgive my bad English there, but I'm just like. Uh, no, I'm just saying that it's unlikely happen because you're not even sure. I'm like not sure of not being sure. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, it's hard to edit. <laughs> Even currently, as I'm doing audio podcasts, that's why I did not make a lot of podcasts this year. You know, it, there's one thing to sit down and have these conversations and you have to edit it. Uh, I mean, I can sometimes, since the podcasts are usually long, it's hard to edit. So it takes me like probably two hours focused time to edit. 
wish I'm, I'm a lazy person you know it's, it's easy to do but i'm a lazy person i try to do other things because editing is not in my passion editing is not my passion there's no one thing in my list of passions so i like if i if i like something i'll i'll devote time to it like that but i don't like to do it so, Wait, so, so making a podcast might not be too but it's the decent parts that you know it's not like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. then you need oh, gear wow. so so you need gear and i mean i don't have money for I don't have money to buy a lot of um, big cameras. It's not as if I don't, but I don't want to invest it in the podcast because the podcast is not um, monetized like right now. So probably next year. I, I don't know. I've talked to like this, the people that reached out. So I don't know. Probably next year, each episode will be monetized. I don't know. The reason is because I said I don't want to do ads on this show. But, you know, I think it would be a good thing for me next year, but let me see how it goes. I don't want to run ads to be, because you, you don't even know the brand like that and you have to like present them. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still like thinking of probably maybe. So that means it's not something on my radar. That's it. It's not something on my radar. It's just something that will come up when it's needed. It's not. It's not my radar. Yeah, that's that's actually okay. I guess. Um. Okay. So, uh, let's see. So, mm, so this one goes. Um, I truly enjoyed your podcast with Mary. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what a human would be like in the age of the metaverse. Whew. So this person is asking about my last podcast. Mm, you have a response for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I already commented about that on the podcast. I commented on that on the podcast now. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it would be there like, to be something mad, but like, on my baseline, if you want to know how the metaverse would be, you watch the Ready Player One movie. That's how I think it would be like that we are living in a, a virtual world and all these things. You know? I don't really know. I mean, right now we are still living in the virtual world. Look at all our interactions where we spend most of our time. There are virtual spaces. Is it our Twitter, Facebook, WhatsApp, Clubhouse, all these things that are like virtual spaces? So we have, how much time do you spend on your own without media, without all these phones um, and all these things? You see that it's, it's, it's a lot less. You see that we're already a lot inclined to digital spaces and all this. So it'll just be an easy transition. It's just now, it'll just be on your face. You're wearing a VR headset on your So I mean, it's just it's just the same thing, I guess. Yeah. So I don't even sort of know much about the metaverse. I'm not even going to comment on that, but I think it sounds interesting. <laughs> to yeah, be fair, um, watch Ready Player One. I think it gives. Well, I have seen idea. that movie. I loved it a lot. Yeah, so just, I think just, it's similar just, to um, Free Guy. Have you seen Have you seen Free Guy? Free Guy. Free is it Free Guy or Guy? Free Guy, yeah. So Ryan Reynolds or whatever his name is, the guy that acted on uh, what's that movie? Uh, oh, I never dies. Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool. yeah. So that's it's similar to Ready Player One. So, but okay. So, anyways, well, this is the last question, Kelvin, and I have my questions, you know, to ask you too. Actually, 
And we have to go back to the other one you skipped. You think I would not remember. So, um, <laughs> so the last, this last one is, um, this said on one episode, um, earlier this year, you talked about the, um, the objective truth. Would you rather hurt someone's feelings or be very truthful with them? Hmm. The thing is, we can approach truth in this way that I can tell you the truth in a way that I'm not sounding disrespectful. But, you know, I can't, I can't control how someone's feelings would, you know, react to certain kind of information that you give to them. But if you tell someone the truth and you are passing it with love and kind, so I, I, let me remove the word love there. There's a nonsense word to use there. Maybe like with kindness and respect. Then, I mean, you don't need to be bothered. You tell people, okay, but the thing is just having the emotional intelligence on when to tell people certain truths and when not to tell it to them and how you, you know, pass it across to them, something like that, I guess. Yeah. So my bother about your emotions, um, <laughs> that's a big one because I don't, I, I mean, I don't control how you react to certain information, so I, I, I'm not. I, I don't think I will be the right person to answer without me hurting your emotions or not. Yeah, Kelvin. So, um, I just something I've noticed is that no matter how you say it, you know, sometimes people just don't want to hear the truth, or they don't want to hear what you have to say. So they want to hear what they want to hear. So, people want to hear what they want to hear. That's it. That's it. And people <laughs> tend to feel like you are telling them the wrong thing when uh-huh. it's not what they want to hear. And what do I have to do about that? So that, that I think that's clearly sad. I think, like you said, just you know, telling people you know what you should tell them and then how they deal with this stuff, even as much as you sort of have sympathized, but always like be honest with people. And it's like my how I want to live my life. I'm trying to do that. Yeah, Even I get in yeah. trouble a lot, but I just do because yeah, yeah. I, 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 I all that stuff of radical truth. I like to be really truthful, like radical truth. I means radical truth means I'm being truthful to myself first. And I'm truthful to people. It means I'm, I'm not like I'm not deceiving myself and all those things. Yeah, it's, it's such a miserable way to live life though. I, I just can't. I mean, I've never tried it before and I hope I don't because it, it sounds sad. So now that's, that's all. Those are the questions that were sent to you by your listeners. Um, amazing, amazing, interesting stuff. I do have mine and I want to ask you because I'm actually excited. They're actually very soft. Um, nothing really serious. So two, one is actually positive. The other one is, well, not so positive. Um, so the first one um, that I've, you know, been been meaning so uh oh i think i should start with like the negative one because i mean like no, it's, anyone, it's, anyone. there's no there's no big deal i mean yeah so um i, I noticed you know kelvin that you it's it's in terms of things of the heart like do you like you know are you do you see yourself like what happened or he talks about your relationship and everything so and the question is are you not going to try again because of that or generally just like really tired of of, of everything has to do with love like you talked about before well i think love love is a good thing is a big part of my life i mean I, like i'm talking about loving people that's like platonically 
all the sense. I mean, love is good, but like romance is is not because I fear that somebody might break my heart or all those things. I mean, certain things I learned from kind of experiences I had with women this year. You know, I I, I hold on to those lessons I learned, but. But do I want to be invested again in a person? Because you know, right now I'm, I'm I, I want to pursue like my own career and do a lot of things for myself. I would involve me not having so much time to sit down and talk with the person, or wanting to be engaging with the person every day, or being or catering to a person's emotional needs and all those things. Do I want that right now? You know, I had an epiphany and I felt like, uh, I don't know. But the thing is, if people come towards me, I don't actively chase them away. But the thing is that I don't actually chase anything. I don't look for, you know, there are people who looking, say that they are looking for love and they are out there meeting people. I don't do all those things. Naturally, it's not something I do. Let myself, I'm looking for love or trying to meet people. No, I don't do that. If something good comes and it seems genuine, I would embrace it. But I would, I would, yeah, I would embrace it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would embrace it. But I'm not actively yeah. looking for anything. But in the end, we are hopeful and we should be excited. And hopefully something, you know, new comes out of 2022. Yeah, yeah, That's like how, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, the other question, sorry, you want to say something? Yeah, I just found out that, like, I think for people who have been, romantically involved with in hindsight I would think that well I, I don't think it would have worked out because sometimes certain people have found me intimidating. They see they see me as you know bigger than them. And I don't like that. I don't like it when someone sees me as bigger than them or over them. Maybe probably because of my anything I have as a person or who I am as a person. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to see me as above them. That's something I fear that you know, certain people have been with. They've seen, is, is it not just you know people, people you're in like, like something yeah, like yeah, 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 like like um, romantic, like romantically. I don't want people to see me as above because then if they see me as above you. It tends to there's a, there's a certain way it makes me uncomfortable. I just want you to see me as like same. I don't know, just like a regular person. Who, you think that things that you do that and sort of you should not have so much, so much high expectations of me as a person because you see me as in a certain way. So that that it, it scares me because when you start to put all these expectations on you because they see you in a certain way, I don't want that. I, but but but, but do you, again, do you think it's something that you do that sort of intimidates these people? It's just beyond like um, it's out of your yeah, control. Yeah, it is like well, okay, okay. My friend told me I'm an intimidating person with the way I talk and. Who I am, like just who I am. That like I, th- this is what my friend told me that like I sort of like assume control over conversations or things. Like d- though he he said that I'm not doing it consciously. That this is just who I am. That I I I I, I am into I like like I'm I mean I am an intimidating person. But I I don't see that in my I don't know. Well, let me not say I don't see that in myself because it's people that actually tell me. And now that they've told me, though, this, I don't have enough data points for this. This is just one person who told me this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like, do I? Again, start? I'm, 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 I'm actually going to say I'm hopeful for you. So, because I want to see Kelvin in love. I'm just saying. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so the other question, and I'm obsessed with this question, and I hope that I've not asked you before. And it's actually something I find interesting and people might think it's scary to me. It's not. And I think you've actually said some things about that. So that's like why I know that you'll be comfortable with the question, hopefully. And if you're not, that's fine too. Um, I always ask people, and I want to hear from you, Kelvin, um, exclusively. How would you love to leave this world when that happens? You know, because it's obviously inevitable. One day we'll all leave. So how do you want to go, Kelvin? I... First of all, I want to have last words that are memorable to people. I want, I, I, I want to die saying like probably meaningful things that people can say, oh, this way, my last words, the last words of Kelvin was this, 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 and probably nice to quote or something of like that. And I, I want to, I want to leave when, let me put it when, or she said how, how, how. I'm not giving him much yet because even though I meditate about it, I try to prepare myself that, okay, everything I'm doing is a subtle preparation. Like, there's an article I wrote, I don't know. Everything I'm doing is a subtle preparation for when I'll die. So everything I write, everything I'm recording, all these podcasts that I'm making means that when I die, people can reference all the things I've written. People can reference all the things I've recorded. They can remember. These are, these are bits of me. I still live. So because I, I, I believe in eternal life and since I can't have eternal life like I want to, means I can make myself mortal by making things, writing things, recording things that people would feel like I'm there with them. Just like when you are reading a book by a dead author and you know you could feel like they were there with you. I wanted that to, so how would I really want to actually die? Is like when I've done all these things that I need to do, <laughs> of course, I will not do all of them before I want to die because I mean, death comes like, like unexpectedly. So, I mean, I, I really wish that I've laid down all my ideas, laid down all my thoughts. I've recorded everything I want to record, written everything I want to write. Then I, 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 I could be, I could probably maybe be sick and I, I would not want anybody to wait in that I will recover if they see that the sickness is um, something that would eventually kill me. You don't need to waste so much money trying to give me, give you, like raise your hopes that I would recover. Just you can terminate my life like medically or something, I guess. But I mean, that's where I've really done all the things I want to do. Yeah. I, Soft and easy. Soft and easy. As something like that. Not really, I don't want to be shouting help, help, help. You know, soft and easy. Where I'm saying good things and I have quotable last words. Something like that. I just, first of all, I want to thank you, Kelvin, for that response. And I, I've had, I've had a lot of, I've, asked, I've been asking this question for a long time to so just different people one. I, I really like your response, you know, one of the best, actually. And one thing I want to say about all of these things that we've done today is that whenever I ask these, you know, questions, and the everyday questions that people ask people, I'm just, like, really blown away as to how you see things that are, like, very uncommon and unlikely. And that's, like, why it's sort of unique talking to you and hearing your thoughts. It's so unique, like, very profound. So 
I want to say that I'm actually happy that I was able to do this with you. Um, but you, we're still going to, Kelvin. So <laughs> before I keep, you know, I haven't said all of these things, Kelvin. Tell me one thing that your listeners do not know about. We're not, we're not living here today until you told us one thing. Yeah. So. Um, I, I, I. Okay, I think I'm big on self-pleasure. I think people don't know that, but like I'm a big advocate for self-pleasure. I mean, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I am. I think that was a weird thing to say on the podcast, but it's, it's, it's so weird. weird. It's really, <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, sure. I'm a, I'm a uh, big advocate for self-pleasure, so yeah, sure. Yo, this is, thank you for that. Uh, Apart from my friend circle. Hmm. Yeah, I hope, guys. That's what's a way to end the podcast. What's a way? Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, wow. Okay. Um, that was that was that was good. So I'm happy that you shared that. Um, but I think we've actually gotten to the end of the session. So yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I hope I did not talk like that, please, because I enjoyed my time with you. So yeah, this was really amazing. I I mean, I talked a lot about. And this is like being interviewed on a show and it was nice I mean I, I don't get to see a lot of my own things on podcasts it's people that get to see lots I just ask questions most times on my podcast so sometimes that's why I like the AMA is an opportunity for me to say my own stuff which is probably not insightful but something <laughs> yeah no, so no, I'll say that. For, 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 for next year I, re- I really hope I write a lot too a lot of things in my drafts that all these things I want to write, all these thoughts I have, I want to write them, but uh, they, uh, I don't feel confident. A lot of people tell me I'm a good writer. So I, I want to experiment with that next year and write, write a lot of essays, long form essays, short form essay, comment on things, you know, and probably, I don't know. I just want to write. I want to write for next year, I guess. Well, let me see how it goes. Yeah, and I think you should. You, you really should. Um, I've seen you like from I think WhatsApp status though. But they could be they could be very lovely, and I think I yeah. Um, this was this was good. I had a good time. So constantly have something to say, and sometimes I don't document them. So people who are my old friends that have known me since when did I start using WhatsApp actively? was probably when I was in my third year school. Was that third year? Yeah. Probably um, the lower part of, like the later part of 2018. So, I used to talk a lot. In 2019, I shared a lot of thoughts and some of those thoughts, I never carried them to write write about them later and he's paining me because you know whatsapp stories is just like 24 hours but i like uh-huh. to write based on impulse based on how i'm feeling if i don't have something to say i would not write you know i, I wish i archived all those thoughts or you know i mean magic could always come from where magic could come from i believe that i would not have to force myself to write because i did not force myself to Right initially. So anytime I'm ready to bring out that magic again, I would do that. That's what I have to say about that. 
Yeah, I know you're always gonna mercy it. So that's um but I hope I also would love to you know anything you write, I hope you're gonna share with me because I, I I'm definitely, definitely, definitely <laughs> yeah. Also is this podcast that I shared with you one time, you know, it's just a podcast idea. I'm, I'm trying to currently work on it now and see if it would be. Oh, Kelvin, you scammed like me. <laughs> so it's a although I'm still, uh, you know, I've gone back to the drawing board to try to rewrite and reorder things. So I don't worry, you would actually be one of the first people to hear it when we start producing it. So you better. And, <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, that's enough of me. I I wonder what you would be looking forward to next year. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, I keep saying it's gonna be a lot, but sometimes I just. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just gonna have a good. That's a new chapter of my It's scared, but yeah. Um, as the time you know goes by we would actually see I, I like living each day as it comes I have plans though but I'm just like this very spontaneous you know person and I, I know how to procrastinate Kelvin and I don't know if you've noticed Kelvin um, I mean I I I, I don't believe okay I'm not going to be pissed if you say that force I, mean. <laughs> not to, I, I don't believe that you should don't force yourself not to procrastinate procrastination is a normal thing I procrastinate I procrastinate a lot so I mean it's, not, it's a normal thing it's not something you're just a human so you just oh. anyways Kelvin I am yeah I hope to have like you know amazing 2022 I mean I hope yeah it's this pandemic stuff. It just keeps coming like that. Here is this new variant, and it's it's like I'm watching like a Marvel movie or something. It's crazy. I mean, like, all those things, all those things, same old, same old from last year. But I just hope that we enjoy next year. I, you know, I don't like to plan anything because uh-huh. I like adventures. <laughs> Even though I live literally, I like adventures. I like to see, like um, uncertainty. I like to see what would come out of anything. I just what, what, because sometimes I plan and then the wildest things come. So I mean, I I'm, I'm excited to see what comes. I know that I might not be prepared or I might be prepared for them, but I've survived over years, so I should probably try to survive next year. Yeah, I and just, aim into that. Yeah, I just, I just hope I'm doing this again by this time next year down a life and you know recording the podcast provide me in a better place <laughs> I, yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody, yeah and i please kelvin try and have a merry like merry christmas again make uh, something I, I, cook cook kelvin, yeah, come yeah. on <laughs> yeah yeah i should i should probably cook and buy wine i know no i don't okay i'll just try because i don't want to myself drunk and start dancing like, too much. <laughs> I'll probably go for wine, non-alcoholic wine, and just chill in my apartment. I, I don't like hanging out with people because it will drain me. It means I'll have to talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can be very exhausted. This is like a two-hour like episode. This is like a milestone or something. Have you had any... Have you had longer episodes, Kevin? I can't even like be um, besides... I, I think I've had, let me see if this is two hours. Okay, this is one hour for three minutes. I've had like, I've had a two-hour episode before. It was in Busayo. And I was in Lagos. Oh, wow. That was the first time I went to Lagos and we had a conversation. 
I'm not being, I, I was planning to travel to Lagos this year. I, 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 I could still come to Lagos. I mean, just to, I mean, just to have fun if I wanted to, but let's see how that goes. And it means after this podcast, it means I'll be seeing what Tobari looks like for the first time. Oh, we're still there, of course. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, sure. I'm going to say like in the morning. In the morning, it has to be in the morning. But I would, I would send something. Up why? Why? Why in the morning? Okay, because you have to sort trio in later. No, I'm like, I have to. I have like a chicken in front of me, and I'm wishing to like devour. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's, nice. that's nice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sure, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I'm going to send one in the morning. Clear, obviously, uh, like later today. Um, yep. but again, um, thank you for having me, Kelvin. Like for having me have you, I guess if that's a thing. Yes, um, I had was, I had fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. It was nice. Thank you for agreeing to do it with me. It was really nice. I mean, it was fun to do. I mean, sitting down having this conversation, I don't even feel tired at all because certain kind of conversations, I'll sit down and I feel tired just a few minutes into it. But this one just feels like it should keep going. I mean, that, that's like the thing about setting people and the kind of energy they bring in conversation. So it was really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Same here. Thank you. Um, yeah. I cannot wait to listen to this because I, I have to like <laughs> hear your yeah. um, responses again. We're really very, very bold. Thank you, Kelvin, for sharing. Sure. Definitely. Definitely. That's how to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs>